This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Hey there, centaurs. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome back to Elmer. Everybody, switching it up. Oh, I love there's no it. Intro, no intro now I know how safe. it feels. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Cut, outspoken, reverent, brave, eloquent, able, understanding, extra fun to be around. Corbo Babino. That is an acrostic poem, you ladies and gentlemen. You did do an acrostic. I made a joke last about, time that you were going to do an acrostic. And then with a perfect acrostic. <laughs> We've got Emily Axford. Okay, Terrigan Snake Root. Um, <clears throat> touchy. Nice. Oh no. <laughs> Animated. Okay. Rare. Yep. Rin to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Acrobatic grower. Mm-hmm. Uh, ornithopter. Wow. Neon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better than mine, and I spent a fucking week coming up with it. Damn. And then before he could finish scribbling down his notes, we've got Lou Wilson. I'm so close. I just need something for I. Uh, justice, amped, bump in, archer, rager, in... Credible. Yeah. <laughs> the Safari Hightower in the building. That okay, was, can I just one. say that I do love an acrostic and I would be down to do that next week as well. And actually, this time I get to right. write one out. Yes. We'll see. We'll see. Fuck you. No matter what, next week I'm doing an acrostic. Eat my ass. I get to do my acrostic. (laughs) Yeah, at any point you guys can deviate from the script and just not follow Jake's lead, but you have chosen. I am not a a leader. I don't know why this is happening. No, I like it. But next week, now I I really like the acrostics. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that was... 
that was good too. I can't you I, you were going and I was like, what? What's going on? Like I was like, is, did he just find a word and is he reading sy- uh, synonyms for it? Shit, get to dictionary.com. Uh, I'm glad you called it out as an acrostic. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been on. I just would have read from a thesaurus. I, I recognize it immediately. <laughs> she could spot an acrostic a mile away. A fellow acrostic I'm, I'm fan. I'm a bit of like uh, an acrostic savant. Yeah. <laughs> except yeah. for when it comes to making one on my head. Although rare in ring to go was pretty yeah, good. That yeah, was that really was really good. Rare <laughs> in to go was, yeah. that was, that was uh, tight. We'll tell you what, I'm raring to go. So why don't we get <laughs> nice. into a little recap? The transition. So last week, uh, you guys began your adventure at uh, Gladys Hut in the Secret Grove. Uh, after a lovely night of reconciliation and lawn mermaid hijinks, you awoke to <laughs> oh. a concerned Glada telling you that she could not contact the sprites at the entrance of the grove. You rushed to the gate and found evidence of a fight, dead sprites and an injured Stalios. Uh, Stalios informed you that the prophet Gideon had dipped in to turn a few centaurs before returning to the material plane to hunt down Weimer's fleeing forces. Uh, You made your way to Pearl Hill to confront him where you found Gideon Uh, accumulating an undead army by turning the townsfolk. Uh, You found Sir Reynard arguing with a knight of Gideon's cavalry about whether or not they should follow orders or join the living against the dead. Corbo slapped the knight with some diplomacy, but also (laughs) with his hand. A diplomatic slap. A diplomatic slap. Uh, the slap on NBC. Remember that joke, everybody? Remember we were making jokes about that? Was that on NBC? I I rewatched that scene. From the slap, yeah. it's insane. <laughs> I, I cannot. You want to have a fun Saturday night that's a little weird. You have to. You can't just find the scene. You have to rent it. You have to pay for it. Rent the scene from the slap and watch it eight times like I did. Uh, I don't even think I watched quote unquote the scene from the slap ever. I don't know any. I only know secondhand references to the slap. That's your Saturday night right there. Okay. Go go cash in on that. We're doing our plugs early. Um, watch. The slap, I guess. Watch the slap from the slap. Just the, the slap, scene slaps. of the slap. Okay. I watched none Still of the slaps. rest of it. Everyone, uh, keep it together. So after uh, slapping the knight uh, off his horse, um, you were able to convince the soldiers to unite against the undead. Um, after a close battle where Tarragon was nearly killed several times, you were finally Damn. able to slay Gideon. <laughs> and help the army quell the undead uprising. But while the knights and toads celebrated their victory, you noticed Prophet Gideon's body begin to twitch and emit a light blue glow where his head used to be. And that's where we are now. So you guys are in Pearl Hill. There's kind of a strange uh, juxtaposition of, of this revelry and also emergency response. Uh, you see that there are various mages and druids putting fires out around town and, and medics helping mm. people. Uh, you do see that uh, quickly um, there is enough kind of arcane weather manipulation uh, that you see it begins raining around the town and the remaining fires begin to go out. Uh, you Smart. see the ivory tower of Pearl Hill Um, Still stands. Um, It is smoldering with smoke, um, but the fires are out. Um, You see the villagers uh, at Corbo's uh, Corbo's suggestion have wheeled out kegs and are toasting to the soldiers. You see villagers and soldiers um, celebrating together. 
Um, there's Weimer's forces with their kind of blue tabards and gold jackalopes uh, celebrating with the Petty King's forces in red and gold. Everybody has just overcome this wow. common uh, enemy. All it took was a slap. <laughs> <laughs> that reverberates through time. <laughs> <laughs> the slap heard yeah, around it the wasn't, world. It, it wasn't the undead. It was the slap. It that, was the slap. Uh, <laughs> that united. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, the common enemy was the slap. Um, <laughs> you guys do see, though, um, amongst all of this revelry, um, you did notice that Gideon's body was twitching, and mm. you do see a dull blue glow uh, coming from his head. Uh, all right. Well, we should I, we should rush over there. I'm just gonna fill up. I'm gonna fill up my tankard right before, so I can so I can uh, drink while we investigate. Uh, Jabari wants to save the drinking for the drinking and the investigating for the investigating. But uh, believe me, Corbo, Jabari thinks the same thing. I'll fill one up for you. You don't have to drink it till you're ready. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, make it three. Make it three. <laughs> three. Yeah, you got it. I, uh, I, I died twice, so I could use at least <laughs> a four beer for every time I yes. died today. <laughs> All right. So Corbo is holding a bunch of beers like a waiter, um, has four mugs of ale that you're holding together in sort of a diamond shape. Really, yeah, I'm going to try to add a fifth one and hold it just really tight so I can get like the full diamond. One wow, in the that's like a beer pong rack. Go ahead and give me yeah. a dexterity check, Corbo. Uh, gladly. Corbo, it's still, it's still glowing, so take your time. Uh, I, I did. I rolled pretty damn low. I, I got good decks, but I only rolled a th- uh, thirteen. A thirteen. Um, you, you see that fifth one? You flew a little too close to the sun. Um, you see it does fall. I was trying to and show shatter. Off. I was trying to get fancy. Fuck. Uh, some of the toads get sprayed. Lu- Lieutenant Brighton looks upset. Y'all needed that anyway. Yes, yeah. They need, they need to be watered. The toads. The toads look. Water the toads. <laughs> they got a little watered. Um, they're getting watered by the by the water you oh, don't also you don't water beers. toads with ale um <laughs> so you guys grab your beers um and you go over um and you see that prophet gideon his armor had kind of like dented in as he had been defeated here in battle and you see that his face is reforming um but uh-huh. it is even more translucent than before like he looks weak um but he does appear to be regenerating can i put my crock on his uh chest so he can't sit up your crock <laughs> like my foot <laughs> you got a gardening crock on yeah, yeah. are yes. you trying to make crocs cannon in the i saw a picture of it one time and it just kind of seeped into my head i'm sorry i wasn't thinking Tarragon just... <laughs> puts her boot her war crock on Tarragon yes. <laughs> puts her boot on, on Gideon's chest. Read between the lines, artist. You all know. We all know what it looks like. We all know what why Tarragon's Why on earth you would want like. your cool hex blood to wear Crocs is beyond me. Artists do not do not listen to her. Make Tarragon cool. I saw a picture of it one time, and I think I just internalized it. You mentioned it so fucking casually. It's weird too. Yeah, I didn't find it at all. In my head, I was. I like, thought it was a term I didn't know. I was like, it can't be. It can't be like regular yes, earth crocs. She was talking about like a place on the armor, like oh, the crock of his armor, like the like the, like the crook of your neck or something. Yes. At first, I was like, she's talking about some body part that I don't know what she means. Um, but no, she meant crocs. Um, <laughs> good lord. Oh so, my god. 
I'm wearing Crocs. Disgusting. Oh. Everyone stop. <laughs> okay. So Tarragon puts her boot onto uh, Gideon's chest. Just as a precaution to make sure he doesn't like pop up. You see he does react. You see there is like a pained groan and you still see the image of his face despite his head being translucent here. Um, and you see he had, kind of had his eyes closed and was wincing uh, and then just kind of slowly opens them and looks at you barely awake and goes, fools, you're going to ruin everything. You're on the wrong side. Whose side are you on? What's your name? Your real name, not whatever she did to you. My name is Gideon. Okay. This place is limbo. What we do here is meaningless. If we do not serve the Reaper, he is the gatekeeper who keeps us from godliness. There is no rest until he is appeased. So that's why you make undead thralls that is in his name. That's what the Reaper wishes. You see, he closes his eyes and goes, It is not my place to reveal his plan, but know that he is the only god with true power. And suddenly, you guys hear a voice behind you go, Stand back. We must burn the body or he will regenerate. This is an S-class horror. Who? What? Okay. I'm keeping my eye. You guys, uh, Jabari, Corbo, check out that weird ass voice because I got I got business here. I got to make sure this guy doesn't yeah, sit yeah. up. Keep okay. your croc on that chest. <laughs> yes, your body your will boots. turn around. Your boot is on the chest. You guys turn um, and see a battle mage in a red robe. Some light elements of uh, chainmail um, over her robe um, with some steel pauldrons. Short yellow orange hair that covers one side of her face it's less blonde and more like a lick of flame wow you see she wears a shiny golden graded mask that covers the lower half of her face that seems to be modulating her voice um everybody go ahead and give me uh insight or history checks a 12 insight Okay. 17 for Tarragon. Corbo got a 26. Ooh, baby. Okay. Yeah. I would think that you guys as members of the Hexbloods would be aware of other kind of elite orders around Eldermorn. And sort of, you guys have various amounts of information about this based on um, your insight or your history checks here. Corbo um, would know the most. Um, but you guys, you all know the gist of it. Um, this is a member of the Cinder Sworn. Um, They wear these masks to help them breathe in fire and to speak when there's no oxygen. And uh, they also, they just wear them all the time because it is like uh, intimidating and sort of a hallmark of of their look. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know that they are an order of mages in the High Queen's Royal Army. So they are Imperial troops. All of the politics you guys have been dealing with so far have been local to Outerboro. Oh, petty kings. So these are like these are the big guns coming. Exactly. In. So Harrenford is like is essentially like a state capital, like a local capital of Outerboro, and that's where the petty king rules is kind of like a duke would over a duchy. Um, but he 
answers to the High Queen who resides in the Imperial capital to the south. Um, okay, so I'm going to have to hit you with another thing. I want to do an insight check as to what we... Because we've been around for 100 years, and I want to know if we trust this High Queen and this royalty. So your feelings on the High Queen would probably vary based on individual character choices. You guys have not been betrayed in any big way by the Empire or anything. You might blame them for the war that you all participated in in the Frost Barons. Obviously, no empire is good. It is very bad to be their enemy. Uh, but this union has existed for a long time. And the empire is weirdly, like, the capital actually operates in a way that's less fucked up than the individual territories in some ways, because the empire has... Uh, like a, a Senate, essentially, with like some voted officials, and they come together to like elect a high queen or a high king. So the uh, sort of right. the emperor, um, it is kind of decided on by an elected body, whereas the um, individual territories here in Eldermorn, like the petty king, come from old families. And a lot of the stuff, a lot of like the petty king and the petty queen stuff is because these these people still want to be called kings and queens, even though they're mm -hmm. effectively dukes. Nobility. But yeah. you would know the Cinder Sworn are kind of seen, they're kind of like the Hexbloods. They are seen as a necessary evil. Whereas the Blades deal with undead horrors on a case-by-case -case basis. The Cinder Sworn deal with containment. They have been known to like raise entire villages to prevent the rise of the undead. Mm. Got it. So it's an intense thing. People can argue either way of that that they're like um, bad or that they serve the greater good. Um, but you okay. see, this person holds their hands up. You see flickers of flame, and they go, "I am Cadron Cindersworn of the High Queen's army, and I warn you to step aside." Are you? totally respect that uh but do you mind if i i mean if you just need him to be doused in flames oh your body asks please please <laughs> yeah come Let's... on hey please can you can you please let our friend do it <laughs> yes you we we did we did this we are the reason that it is down please yeah we're, we're down to burn the body. We'll listen, but we just, I, my, our friend's going to do it. It's going to be really cool. <laughs> you hear the guy, you hear uh, Prophet Gideon from underneath your boot uh, goes, what if, and hear me out, we didn't burn him? Hmm? <laughs> all right, so we got a third opinion. We got, let's consider all of them. Tarragon, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. I got two 12s, but I got good persuasion, so it's a 19. You uh, see... She ceases charging up um, the fire in her hand. Uh, you see it just turns to smoke. She puts her hand back down at her side, and she goes, Very well. You have started this fight. Now you will end it under my supervision. Proceed. You will not be disappointed. Cool, thanks. I really appreciate you trusting me. And as I say that, <laughs> flames just start <laughs> raining out of my mouth, just like breathing fire. Uh, Jabari, I think, wow. just cheers his core, like just smashes his tankard into Corbo's wherever it is at that given moment and mm -hmm. just starts chucking it. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys cheers. You guys see uh, for the first time in a very, very long time, Tarragon um, unleashes her fire breath. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
You see Gideon is engulfed in flame. You hear a muffled yell from him uh, from under the crackling fire. And when the smoke clears, all that remains is a smoldering charred suit of armor. <coughs> you all right? Yeah. Wow. It's been a while. <laughs> um, and, Feels uh, good, though. Tarragon, you see that your dragon rose um, is opening as you breathe fire. <laughs> hey, yes. look at that guy. Damn. The flower, it likes it. Likes it. This, think- see? See, it is good that you are back because the flower likes that you are back. Yeah, I'm also, I'm like completely thinking about how like horrors can be destroyed by fire. And so yet another purpose beyond even just caring for the dragon rose. And no cinder sword, no cinder sword, no tarragon, she can do more. That is not it. (laughs) That, that was just the beginning, yeah. That was just the beginning. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you want to, you could Are you trying to challenge shit? me to a fire off? Do you want to have a fire off? Can we have a fire off? I mean, I cannot okay, volunteer. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Can let's you do, do it, it again do right off. now? Yeah. You can okay, do it right, do it right now. now. Okay. I'm do it right now. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, I, I helped Terrigan take off her jacket. I think I throw my head back and then let it erupt out of my mouth like a volcano. <laughs> Kadrin goes, that was a test. You are only supposed to use fire in controlled environments. It is not for a contest. Um, wow. Actually, I, I get in her face and I say, actually, I was uh, taking out some of the trees up top that are uh, covering the ground so that I can make way for new ground uh, growth. Very responsible. I now respect you. Um, you see, uh, she looks around um, and you see... Whoosh, uh, in several puffs of magic, more of these cinder sworn mages teleport in. Uh, you see, they all wear the masks and red robes. Um, but Cadron, um, this person who introduced themselves as Cadron, um, you see, uh, she has various like medals, and uh, her like shoulder pads are more pronounced. It looks like she is the leader. Mm. And you see, uh, the mood around the town instantly gets kind of weird and quiet after Terragon burns this dude and all of these weird mages show up with masks and Cadron um, speaks over the crowd and goes, who is in charge here? Where is King Weimer? Oh, fuck. Uh, King Weimer is Oh, the Empire was supporting King Weimer. Oh, Oh, King. Uh, you see, uh, Sir Reynard. Um, yes, yes, Jamari. <laughs> Sir Reynard, yes. Yes, yes. Um, easy, gallant hoof. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> he I, just doesn't. He never gets off the horse. Yes, it's like a power play. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I am Sir Reynard Wendell. Uh, I lead uh, the fallen King Weimer's forces, and uh, which would make me. Uh, tied for being in charge with what? Captain who you, who you tied with? Captain Jabari, who uh, leads yes. the Toads. I, well, they are not okay for official purposes. They are not the Toads. They are the uh, they are the army of Thurston Brightly. Uh, technically, they are now uh, Hexbloods. Yes, also they are Hexblood Centurion. <laughs> That's right. Dry, dry Hexblood, sir. It, why does why did you guys retain the dry thing? That, there's no reason for that we to carry something, over. A little bit of our past, a little bit of our future. Now we so, can grow. I don't, okay, do a, well, do I a, do a hopping thing then. If you want to be a toad? <laughs> fuck it. Never mind. Cadron uh, just looks kind of confused and goes. So, Weimer is dead. Very well. You bunch will do. Follow me for your briefing. 
Um, you oh. see she flicks her wrists um, and casts a spell uh, that produces a small war tent um, that you see she enters without missing a step. Like, she doesn't even stop to cast it. Um, and you see several of the other mages join her. Um, on the way in, I link arms uh, on each side with Jabari and Corbo and do another emboldening bond because I don't know what kind of uh, diplomacy we're going to so, yeah. fuck up in there. Also, why not stay? Jabari thinks we should stay in this formation. I think it's just powerful. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's cool. yeah can we, is, the, is the opening of the tent wide enough that we could all enter like this? <laughs> you see, um, Sir Reynard looks it up and down and he goes, I think so, but it's going to be hard for us to get all four in. He's... Uh, <laughs> Is this a four-person thing, or is this kind of just a well, I, well, you, yeah, I figured you were going to ride your horse in there, yeah, so I didn't know if you wanted to. I was going to yeah, uh, Corbo, yes. put, your, put your arm around Gallant Hoof. Okay. Uh, all right. Link arms with Gallant Hoof. I link arms with uh, the horse Gallant yes, Hoof. Jabari and his friends are going to show the Cindersworn we mean business. <laughs> um, so you guys all uh, uh, together enter the tent, holding onto this horse. <laughs> As you guys cross the threshold of the tent, um, you see that uh, this is some kind of illusory magic, and you are in a giant war room, as if in a castle. Uh, you see a map of the empire on a large table in the center. You see bookcases with books and scrolls, candles, and uh, maps crammed into the cubby holes. And you see braziers light the room. Cadrin uh, looks out at you guys and goes... We will be working in tandem from here on out to eliminate the threat of undeath. The High Queen has been concerned with the Petty King for some time. He has ignored our messages and hoarded Outerborough's wealth without paying his due to the Empire. We have contacts in court who warned us of Moxora's influence, and we began monitoring her. We knew a rebel king with the strength of a necromancer behind him was a danger to the Empire, but thought a forceful removal could be unpopular. Therefore, she was quietly backing Weimer's claim to the throne, supplying him with weapons and soldiers. Very political, I see. Very political indeed. If Weimer is dead, ultimately that's not what is important here. Maxora has played her hand, and the threat of the undead is clear. The people will not want another Pearl Hill. The Cindersworn are free to move to Harrenford to neutralize the threat. Maxora cannot hide behind polite politics anymore. What? Okay, first off, what does neutralizing the threat mean? Yes. Would love to know a just kind of play-by-play that you intend to do to Heronford. Here's the play-by-play. You hear all at the same time they go, The Cinder Sworn do not turn undead. We burn undead. We will do a controlled burn of everything behind the castle wall. All right, so that doesn't sound like it's that controlled, does it? It sounds like that's kind of total destruction. Right? What yeah, does your control? Because I love, I love controlled burning. It, it can be good for uh, plants and foliage and biodiversity. But I'm a little, uh, I'm curious as to how you make the decision what burns. Do you have concern for allies within the castle walls? We have concern for the people of Heronford for for sure. Yes. The people of Heronford beyond the castle walls will not be injured. We are very, very good at our jobs. What about the cooks? What about the, you know, yes. men in waiting? The, and what about the jester? There's a funny-ass jester in there. There's a really yeah, good jester. the court yeah. musician who plays for Jabari every morning. Oh, yeah. his shit bangs. 
while I do my burpees. What, what of him? You hear you hear they're trying to whisper to each other, but they're all talking in really loud robot voices <laughs> and just going, what about the funny-ass jester? There's apparently a funny jester. Okay, okay. And um, you see Kadrin looks back up at you guys after um, talking to uh, some of her people privately and goes, then you will aid in an evacuation of the innocents within the castle walls? Um. Oh. I, I look to I I nod, but I'm looking to Corbo and Jabari to be like, yes, I, I'm in. I mean, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, Jabari is much better at murder uh, than the evacuations, but I'm sure that Jabari and his friends uh, can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Jabari is really good at murder, but I think we could do. I think we could work with this. I think we could evacuate. That's so interesting. I'm really good at murder too. Oh. Right. It seems like everybody's I'm, really good at murder, I so mean, we got to have somebody that's down to step up for the. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for the saving. Um, may I, uh, Cinder Sworn, uh, may I refer to my uh, close associates in, uh, with a degree of privacy, I, I want to speak of a bit of intel that is uh, uh, sensitive. Can we, yeah, we'll back out of the tent, all arms late, just briefly. <laughs> yes. Very well. So okay? You stay and uh, talk to these people. Um, okay. Bye, everybody. We'll I'll be just right, stay, back. right back. I'll just right stay back. in here with... These people who want to burn everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good. That's a good place for you. All right. So we back uh, without looking over our shoulders. <laughs> you guys walk out of the tent. Uh, sweet, you guys are you guys are out of the tent. Uh, Jabari Corbo, yes. they are going after just a puppet. We know that the Maxora in there isn't the real Maxora. Ah. Is this information that we should share with them? Very interesting. I'm I'm feeling very conflicted. Oh, well, Jabari thinks, Jabari's first thought is that we should. Why not? What is it that we are worried about if we share with them the information that Jabari and his friends have? Yeah, you. I yeah. mean, I guess, are we are we telling the Empire about the existence of groves? And are, is it going to make oh. them curious how someone was able to manipulate the power of the groves? And, oh. and will they walk down that path themselves? And even going after one of the puppets in, in Harrenford, are our friends that, that live within castle walls in danger? Are we, are we helping them, even if we're not defeating the true enemy? This is much too heavy for Jabari. <laughs> Jabari deals in life and death. This political stuff is much too much for Jabari. <laughs> it's very political. But you shul- it's all you very shoulder political. it well, Jabari. If you feel overwhelmed, you're still... You're still really shouldering it well. Uh, you make your body feel very good. I think that my, I think as I mull it over in my head, I think that my opinion is that we should let them take out the puppets in the in the castle, but maybe not disclose this information. Jabari agrees. Jabari likes that we keep that, at least for the moment, especially okay. since we have not seen the Cinder Swarm and how they intend to handle Maxora, that we yeah. keep that for ourselves. Yeah, and, okay. yeah, and selfishly, I. I want that final kill for ourselves too. Oh, that is yeah, well. No, that's that another thing. Jabari did not want to say. Jabari did not want to. Jabari did want. We were all thinking it. We were all thinking it. That's our mother. That's our mom. Nobody kills our mom. Nobody kills our mom but us. He's like nobody kills our mom but us. Okay. We kill our mom. Anyways, hopefully we didn't shout this too loud. Let's uh, information back into the tent. All of the Cinder Sworn are are yelling are are talking way too loud in there just about casual stuff but being way too loud. To ever hear what you're saying? Anyway, she was wearing Crocs. It was weird. <laughs> they look so comfortable, though. Um, but you guys do know, 
even with your passive insight, kind of as you guys talk through this through this plan and um, wondering whether or not you should tell the Cinder Sworn, it doesn't make a huge difference because the king is is kind of like Gideon here, right? He's still this powerful undead dude. Maxora is still a powerful form of Merowyn. Mm-hmm. They still occupy the castle of Harrenford. He is still the king of Harrenford. Having these people all there is still a liability. You know what I mean? Okay. So even if she's yeah. not the true end-all, be-all. Yeah, I think it was just like trying to decide. I was just trying to decide whether or not it's like wrong for us to not share that information, to not share that this is just a puppet, and I'm going to decide that it's okay to not share. Sweet. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, hi, Cindersworn. We're back. Hey there. <laughs> hey there. Hey there, Cindersworn. <laughs> hey. hey there, Cindersworn. Hello, Hexbloods. What have you decided? I think we've decided we would we would love the opportunity to do a controlled evacuation before you um, do a controlled raising of the castle. Yes, it's settled that. And if you and if you do need any help with the killing, eventually, like after everybody's out, we're we're available for that as yeah. well. At, at, all at once, everybody <laughs> says the Cinder Sworn do not need help from anyone. All right, all right. Well, all right. You, have, you have not seen Jabari except to place. evacuate people. We get to do the cool stuff. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, I feel like you all are like living a life that we were living, and I just want to say, like, have you ever all hugged each other, done a closed loop hug? A closed loop? You see, they all look around at each other, confused. You mean like with your arms? Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like uh, you hug you hug all the way so that, that you, I know, you cannot to, see behind To perform you a ritual side. where you all stand around and you hold hands so that you can burn something in the ritual, middle? But it, it does something. It does do something. It does something to your yeah, inside. It, it's like it, an um, instinctual ritual very that well, is living right. inside of all of us and we feel compelled to do. Fast. You might understand in 100 years. You Just, just let it marinate for 100 years or so. <laughs> Right. Well, if you will evacuate the civilians and guards, um, then we will be safe to level Moxora's stronghold with as few casualties as possible. Civilians and guards and jesters and bards. We're on it. Yes. Are you a jester yourself? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Is that an insult here? I didn't realize. He just, he he really hates bards. (laughs) But you love jesters? They're hilarious. I could never do what they do. Got it. But you hate singers. Fascinating. Well, we will have to move quickly. I'm sure okay. word will spread fast that Maxora's uh, attempt here did not work, so we will need to strike Karenford before she can raise another army, and we will need to contain the uh, undeath that she can spread. Right. Okay. So Agreed. I will leave with the three of you. The four of you looks at um, Sir Reynard and he goes, not much of a sneaky guy. Uh, she nods, <laughs> looks back. He is on a horse, even in the tent. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, you see, she looks at you guys. Right. Then the three of you. We will travel together. I will set up a teleportation circle. You will send the evacuees to me, and I will get them out of there. Soon as sunrise hits, so too does the fireballs of a dozen cinder swan. Burn the undead, not turn the undead. We are the Cinder Sworn. We are the Cinder Sworn. <laughs> very, very nice. Wait, who is 
is that one person that just that, so, No, we just say, all together, we say, we burn the undead, we do not turn the undead. Nobody says, we are the Cinder Swan. We are the Cinder Swan. Sorry, that was our old one. <laughs> Who is that? that? Who was that? That was Ray. Ray, cut it out, man. I gotta be honest, your team is kind of falling apart. <laughs> your team is falling apart. One of your guys like says your he's not a sneak Ray. guy. <laughs> Don't be afraid to share more, Ray. You <laughs> <Yes>. know? <laughs> Also, Ray, if you're ever looking for a new a new team, Jabari and the Hexbloods are always recruited. So yeah. we are the Cinder Sword. We stick together, even when we don't agree on what we're supposed to say. Damn, that's the kind of guy we need on our team. It's not too. a good line, Ray. Shut up, Ray. Okay. I'm starting to think though the Hexbloods need some kind of slogan like that. Like, what's our bumper sticker? Yes, the thing that's that true. We we can all say together in unison. Yeah, yeah, we'll think on that. Yes, yes. Okay, then the three of us, the four of us rather, and my dog, if you don't mind, uh, Lake. Ah, <laughs> uh, scared of Lake. What? You are scared. I'm of a cat person. Lake. Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh, come on. Oh, she's harmless. Shall we head to Heronford, and I will set up our teleportation circle, and at sunrise we shall do our fiery work. Can you right. keep up with Jabari and his friends? Can I keep up with fire? Do you want to run there? I'll teleport yes. by myself, and you run there? Oh, you tell. I teleport, oh, yeah. yes. I you teleport. Yes. I guess teleporting yes. is always going to win the race, but, yes. you know, Agreed. does it feel good to wear the medal Jab- for that? Does exactly. it? Exactly. Jabari wonders, you know, where is the character in teleporting? <laughs> we take off running. <laughs> After Jamari says that, oh, that's a really good last line. Everyone, go, go, go. Uh, Let's go on that. As you you go to run, she throws out like an arcane net that envelops you uh, and teleports um, all of you guys. And uh, you teleport and you arrive behind the castle wall in the dead of night. Uh, You feel the cold wind blow. You see that there are various bonfires and braziers lighting up different areas of the area around the castle. It's almost like a village back here. Like there are laborers and there are some people who live and work back here, um, servants' quarters and whatnot. It is dark uh, where you guys have arrived. Cadron has picked a good place. You see you are near a large grate that leads into a sewer pipe that flows beyond the wall. When we arrive, I think uh, three of us kind of round up. Yes. Who is there... You know, just bringing it up with you, Jabari. We're not. We're not bringing the king, right? No, I. Think okay, good, good. Didn't is... want to make that decision on our feet. You know, no, it's good to thought. It's good to think about these things ahead of time and to talk it out before. Yes. You know, we're in the heat of the moment. I love. Yes. I love that that new thing that we're doing. The other thing that I'll I'll say is, um, I don't know that I totally trust the Cinder Sworn to just throw a bunch of evacuees into their teleportation circle does that cross anyone's mind i'm fine to be paranoid it's just you know ever since the blood ritual i'm just questioning everyone we what we say yes to needs to be uh we need to ask a few more questions (laughs) um you see cadron points a finger and does a controlled blast of red hot energy that melts the grate around the entrance to the sewer and she goes I will set up a teleportation circle around the edge of the sewer. Anyone who runs through it will be transported it to Pearl Hill. Direct them to me, and I will get them to safety. Can I do an insight check just on that? Yep. I don't know. I don't even need to do an insight check to know that it's a little fucked up that we're evacuating through the sewer. You didn't like tell <laughs> tell us that ahead of time. You were just like, you guys want to evacuate now. 
would, crawling around the Would mud, you so. rather do it surrounded by enemies in the middle of the camp? Would you like me to start doing I, my very slow spell surrounded by... Would you I want just, me to do it in the middle of the barracks? I, Is that how the hex like works? I feel should have been mentioned early. Poetically evacuating in the place in which human evacuations is, I can kind of see where you're going. I get the metaphor you're doing. I didn't even think about it like that. And that's yes, actually it was a pretty... pun. I knew you guys liked jesters. That's so... a jester level good. <laughs> yes. And I'm not even jester. I'm not even upset anymore. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, you wait here and we will go. Very well. I will begin to cast my spell. Do you did you want to do an insight check? I did, I did. I got a sixteen. A sixteen? You, it's, it is very, very hard to get a read on these people. One mm. thing you, you kind of take notice of the way that the plan was brought up invited you to volunteer to evacuate the people. So the question is, is that to put you in danger or is that to save people without asking for it? I relay that information to Jabari and Corbo the second we're out of earshot. Oh, wow. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Here is how this is going to work. The area behind the castle wall here 
um, is going to be divided up into three sections. There's an area where the laborers are, where you could go like visit like a blacksmith or something, and where um, some of the people who don't live in the castle but maybe work at the castle might live. There's a couple dozen people there. There's the barracks, um, which is where Jabari was living, um, which is a slightly bigger building um, that is very... Uh, a lot more militaristic, obviously. There's more guards and knights there. And then there's the castle itself, which has two levels. I uh, say we start with the laborers, right? They're the, they're the most likely to be completely innocent. Yes. Jabari also wonders how much uh, the castle knows that the prophet Gideon is dead. And if Maxora has already started uh, sowing her seeds of doubt... Uh, that we are good and are, you know, whether or not people will trust us. And I feel like we can get a sense of that by talking to the laborers. You're right. Should we go yeah. like, yeah, that's great. Let's let's start with the laborers. Sweet. Um, so you head towards where you know a lot of the laborers to live. You see a cluster of huts and small homes with thatched roofs. You can see the glow of fire in some of them. Um, it is very late, but it is, you know, providing heat. There is a smithy nearby uh, with an outdoor forge and anvils. Uh, the shop itself is closed up, but it looks like uh, there's some candlelight in the apartment above. Um, you see that there are two guards on patrol. These sort of lesser guards doesn't look like it's anybody really in command. If they were to yell or something, there could be more people with earshot, but these are the people that would see you um, if you were to fuck up big time trying to get into a house or something. All right. Maybe we should try to just speak with one of these guards to sort of know if they're on alert for us or not. If we just show up to one of these guards, we might see their reaction. Yes. And Jabari, you know, if someone needs to be, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. murder, murder's on the table. Don't worry, Jabari. I, Jab yeah. Of course, Jabari will try to knock somebody <laughs> yeah. out. Well, let's keep Jabari that one. A number, a number one, top of mind. We're still evacuating. We're, yes, we're already yeah. making excuses a, to get to the murder. A is one evacuating. <laughs> right. One B. I think it should be two. I really I think, think it should be yeah, behind Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say one B is... It, doing it safely, and then okay. we start a whole new bullet point for murder. Yeah. One new C. Line. Why not one C? Jabari wonders why not one C. <laughs> it's still <laughs> underneath everything important. It's just not knocked all the way down. You know, hey, you know what, Jabari? Jabari I can't say no to you. It's one C. Okay, <laughs> okay murder's yes. one C. Oh, come on, murder's all right, one C. <laughs> fine. It's one. It's one C, but that's really far down. All right. Yes, yes in our order, it's, but it's still number one. It is anyway. right below doing it safely. <laughs> this is why I asked. <laughs> Shall we approach them together, or? I think we should stealth up just to one of these guards, right? Okay, great. Um, guys, go ahead and give me stealth checks. I'll say you guys wait until I'll say you see them talking to each other for a sec. Um, then they separate one kind of rounds a corner um, with his torch. Um, and you guys uh, try to sneak up on him. Uh, he will do a perception check. I just crit, baby. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Natural 18 over here. Sweet. I got a 19. Uh, he got a 16. Um, he did not see anybody. He is uh, walking around the corner, kind of just... Um, going about his job kind of lazily. I, I guess we got to kind of just, I guess I, I hide in the corner and I go, Psst. Go ahead and Psst. give me Psst. a persuasion check. 
17. 17. Okay. Um, you see, he looks confused. Um, you managed- I think I'm doing like the Assassin's Creed, like hiding in some foliage. Okay. Um, so you're hiding in some foliage. Um, you say, psst, you hear, who is that? Do you want to engage with this guy or do you want to? Ju- I mean, we kind of need, I feel like he's a litmus test, right? That's kind of yeah, what right. we're doing. I'm, your body's going to uncomfortably stand up, just like okay, slowly yeah, rise <laughs> out of the grass. So he, sees, <laughs> he sees fucking Jabari Hightower suddenly just like Homer Simpson just appears out of the bushes. Uh, and the, the guy just goes, ah, ah, ah. It's, it, it's all all right. Captain Jabari. Yeah. Hey, Ca- Captain J- Jabari, what are you, what are you doing here? Wasn't there a, a battle? Uh, weren't you yes. marching on Pearl Hill? Uh, we have marched on Pearl Hill. Has uh, Jabari wonders has word reached the castle about the nature of the events at Pearl Hill? You see, he looks excited, um, and he shakes his head, and he goes, "No, what, 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 what happened? Did, uh, did, did we, did, did we stick it to Weimer? Did we, did you take him out for us?" Indeed, we stuck it to Weimer. Uh, 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 friend Terragon deftly struck him, and we, uh, we, uh, we were certain of his death. However, it, it was it was really cool. It was amazing. Uh, it was an however, awesome time. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, you see, it's, I'll say it's like this, like sixteen-year-old guard who just like feels cool for hanging out with the explodes. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah we're back. It's, it yeah, was pretty. It was impressive. Yeah, I actually uh, unleashed some fire even yeah. today for the first. Oh, time Oh, you should in a have while. seen it. It was crazy. She burned a fucking. Yeah. She burned someone. And actually, that that's kind of what we wanted to talk yeah, about. That, who, that's is what a person. we're here for. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I think that you probably know, but the the king is in danger. We need to evacuate you and the other laborers. Yes, the castle has been infiltrated by others, uh, and they are watching. So we must quietly move people away from the city. I thought, I, thought, I thought you said we, we, we won at Pearl Hill. Why are there infiltrators? Why are there people in the castle? Why are we in danger? Oh, it's, um, they are magical and... Jabari is nervous that they will use their magical powers if they know that we are back. So we need to move everyone safely out of here so that Jabari and his friends can stick it to the infiltrators, much like we stuck it to Weimar in the cool way. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was super cool when we did it. Yes? Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, persuasion check, and I'll say uh, you can do it with advantage because you got uh, your friends here. I mean, thank God, because it's a minus one. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. A 16. A 16. This kid looks uh, nervous, and he goes, I should probably talk to one of the officers at the at the barracks about this, unless it's unless it's a command from, from you, Captain Jabari, in, in which it's case... It's a command from a, Captain Jabari. You, what what is your name? Hardor, sir. Uh, you, Hardor, are receiving a command from Captain Jabari himself. Damn, that's an honor. Because Captain Jabari trusts... You. Wow. You heard. You heard about me. I did. Yes. Your. How you. Um, what did you hear? Well, sir? yesterday. Yesterday, right? when you were on patrol. Yes. And you were doing. You were doing. We heard about that 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 trick that you do with your sword. You show us that thing. Yeah. Will you, you show us the trick you do with your sword on patrol yeah. yesterday? 
uh, starts doing that weird um, back and forth thing that people try to do with lightsabers where they like twist their wrist, but it doesn't look that cool, but the person thinks wow. it looks cool. Wow, that's wow. It's pretty, really that's I like the noises cool. you make cool. with your mouth while you do it too. That yeah, adds a lot of flavor. Swoosh, swoosh, yes. swoosh, swoosh. We need yeah. that sort of initiative to to perform this action safely. Um, uh, okay, okay yeah. I'll um, gather people up. Where are, we, where are we heading? Gather people up and then... Uh, Fuck me. I don't want to send them to this fucking teleportation circle. What if what if we just tell them to go wait by the sewer and we go through we go through first. We'll be the first ones to step through the portal. Love it. Go wait by the sewer. I know that is not the most fun thing to hear. That's where the shit is. That's, <laughs> that's, where, right. the, that's, that's where the shit hits the fan. Right, it's yes. a metaphor, but it is where it, you, it, people evacuate, so it does make sense. Physi- that you would evacuate yeah, physically together. and metaphorically. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's, there are there are layers. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's very clever. Okay. And uh, then, can you point us in the direction of your officers? Yes, the, the, they're at the barracks. Oh. Uh, and what, oh. And what, just remember, don't go shouting these orders around. We got it. This is this all very, very it's, under undercover. All right. Right. The people that have infiltrated that we are trying to save everyone from are inside. So we're trying to get everyone. So we're going to go see your officers next and they're going to do their thing. Okay. Is it okay if I tell Gilbert? Because Gilbert is uh, on duty over here with me. Tell Gilbert, tell Solomon, tell, cool. tell all the other guards. You see uh, he nods, um, he salutes, uh, and you see he runs off and starts conferring with the um, uh, other guard um, who looks a little confused at first, um, but then he gestures uh, to you guys like over in the bushes. Hey. He sees the, uh, <laughs> a light wave from Jabari. Uh, I put and- my plague doctor mask on. And I nod my beak. <laughs> yeah, the dude. The dude was like going through and like counting. Like that's Tarragon. That's Jabari. Ah, oh, Corbo the Crow. Corbo the Crow. <laughs> I, I turn profile. <laughs> he gets it. Um, and you see, um, they quietly um, begin going into um, the homes and um, warning people. Great. Okay. I think Jabari reverse homers just slowly back down into the grass. <laughs> I think we. I think we. That Jabari thinks we are doing well. We didn't really need to sneak, but I just, I crit and I really wanted to use Damn <laughs> my right. crit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we head to the barracks? Yeah. So yes. We- and it, it seems that, that uh, to Jabari that Maxora has not spread word of the defeat of Prophet Gideon. So, um, I mean, of course, we should still be careful, but that does feel like it is in Jabari and his friend's interest. Right. Let's do it. So you guys continue sneaking. Um, and you head to the barracks, um, and see, and you see next to these uh, stables um, where all the horses are kept. Um, you see the barracks, uh, like a small. Oh, we gotta free the horses. Like a small keep of its own. Um, there are four pillars around the stone building. Um, out in the yard, there are various practice dummies and areas for sparring. You see, holding torches are uh, several guards out here. You see that there are two guards that are sort of these lower level footmen, but you see one commander and one full knight speaking to each other. Um, This seems to be like the commander on duty um, right now. There's not a ton of people out. It is is late at night. We sneak up and overhear their conversation and then hypothetically sneak away and then just if if the conversation is... 
you know, benign, then we'll just walk up towards them. You can hear that it's benign. You hear okay. that they're just um, people who were left behind to guard the castle and are a little insulted that uh, they didn't get to, like, go to battle for the glory of Outerborough. Okay. Um, let's Corby. walk up. We, we're doing no stealth. Jabari and his friends are just going to go say hi. You know, when we stealth before, I thought it, it was did, pretty yes, weird feel, to call that Because it's stealth. like, hey, hey, guy. Yes, it's like, yeah, yeah, just got to go right up and say, hey, yeah. hey, officers. Exactly. Yeah. And hey, we'll officers. Do, hey, officers. And we'll uh, we'll execute uh, plan 1C if need be. <laughs> Let's one A and one B. One B, yeah. Well, we that's do the one order. A and we do one B, and if they do not work, we do one C. Yeah. Um, if, I will. Yeah. I will say this, Jabari. Go ahead and give me an insight check. You got it. Because he knows the more people around now the that's castle. That's a twenty-seven. Jesus Christ! Oh wow. Um, Jabari, <laughs> tell me your secrets, Murph. Uh. You do um, know that this officer here, this commander is one of these Weimer types that like doesn't trust like the Hexbloods or is like jealous of mm. their um, legacy. So is one of these by the books commanders that probably honestly got left behind and not used in battle because he's not that good and is kind yeah. of um, a stubborn dumbass. Damn. Then, uh, uh, let's that. just go right up, but have our hands on our... Uh, on yes. our hands, which are our weapons, and except for yes. Jabari, have your hands on your weapons. Yes, and Terragon, please, if you can, do the talking. Jabari is not. Okay, good at- I will. I'll come. J- I'm going. Jabari forward. will back you up with his authority, <laughs> but Jabari would prefer not to. Jabari is scared. Uh, okay, yes. absolutely. Um, hey, officers. Ah, uh, sweet. Um, yeah, you see, um, this commander's name is um, Kavak. You see, uh, as you approach, the guards, like, hold their torches up to kind of, like, uh, light your faces. The commander looks down on you from atop his horse and goes, Hexbloods, Jabari, have you fled the battle? What happened? Excuse no, me. No, the, the, the battle's <laughs> over, yeah. Yes. We've, we've heard no news here. What do you mean the battle's over? Have you abandoned your posts? No, okay. we haven't. We, we have killed to stop Weimer, with that assumption. And now there are okay. other posts to be filled, okay, buddy? So actually, we're fucking working overtime. You're yes. welcome for fucking pulling a graveyard shift. Anyways, I got a dragon living inside me. If you're not careful, he's going to come out. Pearl Hill's half a day's ride away. How did you we get here? We are the Hexbloods. Oh, I'm sorry. We yes. Also, people don't normally Myths. live to be 107, Myths. and here we are. So I guess we just defy right. logic, huh? Anyways. <clears throat> we, uh... <laughs> The castle's in danger, and we are here to evacuate it. He laughs and goes, huh, if there was danger, surely I would know about it. Wait, you are about, you're knowing about it now because we're telling you about ah, it. So if you... But certainly I would know about it before you. You know what, buddy? I got to be honest. I'm not super concerned about you. You're pretty... You're a little bit agitating me. But if you could just respect that your troops are in danger and have the, uh, and have the good management sense to at least evacuate them, I'll go ahead and let you stay here. Listen, what is your name? I know Jurgen Snape. Uh, I'm gonna grab him. Hi. I'm gonna grab him. I'm gonna grab him off his horse. I, I'm gonna grab him off his horse and pull him down to the ground. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, gra- okay, everybody roll initiative. I'm not it's not oh, it's not fuck. full combat yet. I just um, crit I'm gonna, again. You Let's crit again? Go. Sweet. Damn. It is not full combat yet, but everybody's gonna need to do things on their turns. Twenty-five. Twenty-one. Good God. Eleven. You see um, Jabari goes and um, 
grabs this dude, um, goes to pull him off his horse. Uh, uh, Jabari, go ahead and give me a athletics check. Oh, please don't mess this up. Come on, Jabari. Uh, that's gonna be a twelve. Uh, he passes. So you see, um, Jabari goes to grab him. This dude is already on high alert. Goes whoa! Um, pulls the kind of horse back. Um, you see the guards go to pull their swords. You see two guards, a knight, and this um commander Kavak. This other knight looks like is probably the commander's like lackey, but these two guards look conflicted because Jabari lives in the barracks. Uh, yeah, you see, as this happening, uh, one of the guards is like, Captain, Captain Jabari, no! <laughs> <laughs> Just like, so, so sad. Uh, doesn't understand what's going on. Thinks maybe you guys are betraying them or something like that. Um, so there is this uh, conflict. Um, but this commander dude looks like he's going for a sword. Uh, Tarragon, you are first. Okay. Uh, the commander dude is going for a sword. I... These people are watching. I'm not going to fucking fight the commander dude in front of these people. I'm going to shout to them and say, uh, not shout. Say it's, I'm going to do a stage whisper to them um, and say, <laughs> uh, the castle is in danger. Evacuate the barracks. Lead who you can to the sewage system. Uh, you hear uh, the commander goes, nonsense. Again, if the castle was in danger, I would know about it. Um, go ahead and give me a pers uh, contested persuasion check, Tarragon. 18. Okay. Um, he gets a 16 on his persuasion check. Um, so you see um, these two guards salute Tarragon. Oh, hell yeah. I, pr I promise I personally will not hurt your commander here. If you like him, just get everyone out of here. I really don't care about this guy. I just care about getting everyone out of here. And then can I use an action still? Yes. Can I use my innkeeper's magic and cast Unseen Servant and send a servant to untie the horses and make sure the horses get away? <laughs> yeah, certainly. I just like a little like whiff of uh, smoke comes from my hand and then disappears and then it uh, goes to <laughs> free did you the horses. Did you tell it to bring the horses to the sewer? <laughs> I kind of feel like the horses can fend for themselves. After a moment, <laughs> uh, you just hear a stable boy go, oh no! <laughs> um, and you just see a bunch of horses just running off so fast. <laughs> Jabari, that is your turn. Great. Uh, so I reach out for this guy. He, like, rears up, gets away from me. That's fine. It's not It's not what Jabari wanted, but it's what Jabari... Jabari, I'll, I, Jabari puts his hands up, uh, looks at this commander, and says, Commander Kovac, Jabari apologizes for attempting to put his hands on you, but... You must know that this is Tarragon snake fruit, and the only reason there is an outer borough for you to fucking defend is because of her and this man, Corbo Babano. Do not forget their names. Now, you have a choice. Your two guards have decided that they are going to follow her wise words and save the good people of this barracks. You now have a choice if you would like to support them or be knocked out and have Jabari drag your life... Your unconscious corpse... That's right. Big. 1A, 1B. Very nice. Living body to the sewage system. Your decision right now. You see that normally going up and calling out a commander like this, um, you might have them just like start 
shouting and getting their other knights and stuff, you know for a fact, you know, a majority of the king's troops are gone. So this dude kind of looks around, was talking a big game, sees two guards already go. Now him and his buddy are outnumbered. <laughs> and whether or not he wants to be a dick to you, um, he is aware of how strong you are. Um, so go ahead and make your intimidation check. Oh, man. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That's going to be a natural 18 minus one plus four for 21. Nice. He looks um, taken aback, kind of like looks back at the barracks, sees there's not a lot of light on in there. There's not a lot of um, troops here at the moment to defend. And you see he kind of sheepishly goes, this order comes directly from the king. To evacuate, Wait. this was from the king, specifically? It might as well have been. It is, though. Was it? Yes. Right? It, from the king? A king gave <laughs> the, the word. But it, there's, no, there's no reason to get lost in the nuance. Someone in charge of you just gave you that order, all right? Right, yeah. okay. Uh, direct right. orders from the king. Uh, from the guy now. in charge of you. Either yes. way, you want to square it. That's uh, fine. However, to, yes. Quietly to the sewers. Everyone, <laughs> and you see uh, this dude um, rides off, kind of scared, and leaves it to his um, uh, little flunky to uh, kind of go in the barracks and start um, rousing the other people. All right. All right. So the barracks are taken care of, right? Yep. So it would seem. Is that okay. is the barracks where the hex bloods stuff is? Yeah. Uh, Jabardi says, uh, "Can we make just uh, one stop, please?" Yeah. It'll be quick, I, very quick. It's hard to think, right? Because we have so many good memories here. And, and are we just going to let people come through and, 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 and burn this all down? Well, if that's the case, then let's let's walk through the old hall one last time. Just okay. one, just one. Okay, one uh, last time. <laughs> you guys uh, walk through the barracks. And this one place that was once the home to only the Hexbloods, you guys, uh, Corbo and Tarragon, see that it has changed so much. It used to be much more kind of bare bones. And now you see, you know, like armor lining the wall and things like that. There's a lot more equipment. Um, you see a lot mm. more banners and kind of um, finery, sort of the accoutrement that would come with a knight of Outerborough. And uh, when you guys were right. here, it was it was a stone building. Um, and you guys all slept on cots and just like trained all the time. Um, so you guys, can I see what kind in. of beds that these knights were sleeping on? Oh, this thing better not be soft. I'm gonna feel this mattress. It, uh, you see that they do have some feather. They do have down. some feather mattresses. Uh, oh, they, look right. how much give this dang cot. Has. This is a is this a double cot? I never seen. It. It's like two this cots together. This is the kind of together. bed that you sleep in. Yes. That you sleep in. On. This is not the kind of cot that you have a bucket of water splashed on you to get you up and back <laughs> yeah. to running around. This is not. This is this is a you wake up on your own time kind of what, cot. Sorry, what's what's this thing at the at the head of the bed with this kind of like okay. squishy little cube so, thing? I'm trying Jibari to understand. Hates it goes those because it yeah. just it it. But that they call it a palau, and it's <laughs> a palau. like a, um, a palau. A palau. A palau. Yes. It, it goes right it, on top of the bed. And what do you do? Put it on the floor when you no. When it's time they to put sleep? it. Is it decorated underneath their head? Jabari does not understand what the point underneath. is. It's like 
you're why not just let your head down but i guess it's right comfortable i guess that's something okay. that people <laughs> okay. aren't okay. <laughs> you're talking like the jester in the know. in the castle right now i thought it was uh jabari thought it was one of his jokes but no they all have uh, them uh, mm. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll try it. We'll see. All right. All right. So save one Palau for each of one us, palau. I guess. <laughs> we can all take a turn. You guys grab a Palau. <laughs> um, and yeah, you see uh, Jabari's room, which Jabari has kept um, very much the same. Um, and you do see that on the floor near his cot are two other cots that are uh, still uh, kept pristine. You know, I might be sentimental, but I think we got to bring the cots. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a sentimental old bag, but I think we got to bring the cots. I know I, mean, I know we're trying to stealth out of this castle and through a sewer, but I I'm sorry, I'm not doing it without my cot. Okay, Jabari had the same thought, and that is why Jabari insisted we come here. <laughs> we slept on these cots for 75 years. I know. <laughs> They're still I know. good. I know. Um, All right. I grab my cot. I throw it over my shoulder. I also grab my cot. <laughs> yeah, these things are compact. They have fold up. Yeah. You guys, I grab um, my cot. You guys roll your cots up, put it in your packs. Um, okay. To the castle. Yes. Okay. To Sweet. the castle. Um, here's one thing you guys would know about the castle. The castle is going to be a little bit tighter security-wise. Moxora has been keeping this place on lockdown. No one visits the castle unless she wants it to happen, and normal guards and staff can't even go up to the second floor, like where the king is. Uh, so everything has to go through her or the king or one of her trusted advisors. Um, so you guys sneak to the castle, um, and you see Jackalope Keep. There are red and gold banners of the Brightleap family hanging down from the second story. Um, you see atop the castle walls, there are two crossbowmen patrolling. Um, and in front of the open archway uh, of the door, you see two knights standing under torches and you see two more patrolling. And these are full-fledged knights. These are not scared new recruits. But our vibe is that we want to evacuate them. I mean, it is up to you guys who you want to evacuate. Um, but these dudes are not going to listen to you by default. But there mm -hmm. are lords and stuff inside the castle who who outrank the knights, who can boss the knights around. From so from Jabari's time in in the castle, like would he know who's kind of like the most yes. susceptible to yes. our charms? So Jabari right. would know that there is a guy named Lord Murthel who uh, stays in the guest quarters in the castle. Um, and he is one of the only holdovers of the King's council from a while ago because Moxora has kind of packed it with uh, people who are sympathetic to her cause. Lord Murthel is not a, you know, like strong ally and like you know great person who supports Thurston Brightleap more like somebody who was willing to go along with Moxora's stuff just kind of a rich coward mm -hmm. he is somebody who could boss around knights or invite people into the castle okay I am going to cast sending and send a message to him and right. tell him hi it's Terrigan Snake Root uh, Corbo Babineau 
and Jabari the Safari um, meet us <laughs> at just outside the castle. The castle is in danger. Um, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Not one, so I'm going to re-roll that because I'm wow, lucky. Twenty-four. Oh hell yeah! You hear his voice in your head. Why are you requesting a private audience with me at this time at night using strange magics? Does the does the king know you're here? Uh, can Can I respond? Um, what does the spell uh say? I think I can just uh recognize and can answer in a like manner immediately. But okay. I don't think that. Um, you things. hear him. It It does not sound like he's going to just come running out of the castle the high persuasion check it seems like he's a little intrigued whereas had you rolled very poorly might have run and gone and told somebody oh. all right okay. <laughs> well all right then god bless uh r.i.p to that third level spell <laughs> okay. all right then uh i guess shall we go speak that was my to him idea. in person yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Jabari thinks we should stealth in. Yeah, we should. It'll, ca- yeah. It'll cause a commotion if we come back. People are going to want to know. People are going to have questions. Sweet. Um, okay. Um, so you guys see uh, there are six people out here. I will say um, the crossbowmen are kind of patrolling. So you guys wait for a clear moment. See those two guys go away. It's just the four knights now. Go ahead and give me stealth checks. I rolled a 28. Jesus Christ. Stealth is plus five. So that's a 17 for Jabari. I got an 18. Okay. Yikes. You guys go to slip in. Tarragon, like a shadow, slinks into the archway. But you see um, you guys are illuminated um, by a knight's torch as he turns around at the most inopportune time. Um, And you just hear like a, ah, ah, intruders. Um, guys, go ahead and roll initiative. Um, they have not called their friends yet or anything. They will act on their turn. All right. It's a 24. 18. Uh, that's going to be a 15 for Jabari. Um, Corbo, you are first. Oh, God damn it. We got... <laughs> Can I do like some kind of insight? Like how are they posturing like we're, we're getting into a fight no matter what? Or These guys would know who the hex bloods are you guys sneaking in is very strange they will try to grab you and kick you out or arrest you if you don't try to kill them they probably wouldn't try to kill you okay okay so that's your turn corbo you see tarragon sneaks in and continue sneaking I do it. I hold up a little finger to my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When I, I have... when I say the sh, a little bit of smoke comes out. That's cool. I look right at Jabari. I'm like, did you see that? <laughs> Jabari saw that. She's back, man. Gosh. I don't know what else to like, tell you. She's back. back. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I, I'm just going to raise my hands up at the up at the knights and say, I'm, I'm not your enemy. I'm not here to fight you. Okay? It doesn't have to go south. Just hear us out. Why are you sneaking in the shadows, Corbo the Crow? Cause I'm, t- cause this castle's in danger. It's been compromised. We can't walk through the door because we don't know what's going on inside. You shouldn't know what's going on inside. We're the guards here. You're, you should be outside the castle. We should be inside the castle. That's how guarding something works. Why are you sneaking in here? Cause I'm, well, I'm trying to tell you guys that something bad is happening in the castle. And if you guys are like good- a hex blood. 
sneaking in? Weren't you supposed to be with the troops at Pearl Hill? It's a really long story, and if you're down to chat it out, I'm excited because I think we're gonna have we're gonna have a really meaningful conversation. Uh, so, Jabari, you see, um, the two dudes with crossbows oh, no. uh, kind of come back from the patrol. You see, um, one of the knights down here um, kind of like holds his torch up to signal to them. Uh, you see. They hold their crossbows to you. Um, you see there's a little bit of a scene now. You see um, the four knights here all kind of like, they're not going fully aggro right now. They all have their hands on their swords and just look kind of confused. Um, but in the meantime, let's go ahead and cut on over to Tarragon. You enter um, hearing uh, Corvo kind of trying to buy time behind you as you just hear like more kind of just like people gather around. It's almost like a fight is about to happen, um, but you sneak in. Uh, it's this big open room lit by only some dim braziers. There's an echo of wind through the room. Um, there are a few guards and servants milling about, but not many. Um, you are able to sneak past them. It has been a long time since you've really traveled around the uh, castle here, but you are aware of where like guests and diplomats and people would stay and have an idea of where like Lord Murthel would be. Um, and you actually see your message has kind of piqued his interest, not enough that he would go out on his own, um, but you see this older man, very uh, skinny, kind of like one of these nobles who is uh, is sticking his nose up. Um, you see uh, he's holding one of these little candle holders and is wearing silk pajamas. Um, and you just catch a glimpse of him opening the door um, and kind of looking out in the hall, looking like concerned. Like, is someone watching me? Is someone doing mind control on me? What is going on out here? I like pat my head in the crook of, in the uh, gap of the door. Hi. What? are you doing here? Okay. The castle has been compromised. It is going to be attacked. I am here as part of an evacuation crew to try to get as many people to safety as possible before that happens. I know that you hold clout with the knights and the guards, and I need you for their sake, for the sake of all the servants in here, to go rally people to evacuate to the sewers. I know. I ended on the word the sewers. sewers. That doesn't Ew, sound fun. Disgusting. I know. It's off, it sounds gross. <laughs> Do you see my PJs? I promise. I see your PJs. Yes. I, I'm... <sighs> I, you know what? The I'm going to go ahead. sewers, disgusting. I know. Sa- saving all just... of the servants? Why? <laughs> you want me to just crawl through the sewers with a bunch of guards? Ew. Yeah, cool. Shut the fuck up. Whoa. Here's the thing. I have a dragon dormant inside of me. As I say this, my eyes are, my dragon eyes are like glittering gold. Smoke is pouring out of my nostrils. And if you want to live, if you want the people that you love to live, if you want the life that you love to continue as it is, you will gather the servants respectfully and you will take them, the guards, the knights, to the sewers, at which point you will be spared my wrath. Go ahead and give me an intimidation check. It's going to be a 19 on the die. What? Wow. I, I'm already proficient. I'm already proficient in intimidation, so that's uh, 26. I'll go ahead and roll my bond. I got a four. <laughs> Damn! I soiled my PJs. <laughs> Good. They're gonna get worse. Very well, but only because it was 
My idea. I think it's a. <laughs> I think it's a splendid idea that no, you presented. No, you know what? Now you're okay. on this train. We're not it's, getting off this track. You're in terror room. It was my yes, idea. It's your idea. It's a good idea. Route. And you're afraid it's of me. You're afraid of me. Say too. you're afraid of me. I am afraid of you. I'm afraid of everything. Everyone, we need to evacuate. Everyone, get out. I need every guard. Every. And you know what? And you know what? You see that little night shawl you're wearing? You're gonna put that in a pile of mud so that the servants don't have to get mud on their feet. I'm going to lay down in the sewer so every servant's guard at night steps on me and I have to literally eat shit. I'm going to literally stick my face in some sewage and eat a piece of shit. She didn't even ask you to do that. And I'm going to like it. You see um, this lord rushes out, doesn't get ready, doesn't bring anything with him, just like scrambling out. Um, Corbo and uh, Jabari. Uh, Corbo, what are you saying to these um, guards and knights right now. You see like another <laughs> half dozen come over um, and okay, are just surrounding right. so you guys. Let's zoom so, out and start at the beginning. It's not about what you're guarding. The castle is about who you're guarding it from. You understand? And what you're guarding it from is already inside. So what do you do? You've got to guard your lives by evacuating. And you have to guard the lives of the townsfolk by evacuating them. Do you understand? Do you follow? Uh, you see, uh, suddenly, um, Lord uh, Murthel, um comes running out um, in his silk <laughs> pajamas. And he goes like, we're evacuating. Everyone, tell all of your little I told you there's and a problem everyone inside. we're getting out. I, I gave you a heads up. There was something going there's on inside. There's a problem right? inside, um, and we're, we're going. We are leaving now. We are evacuating immediately. These are direct orders from the king. The king told me. You see, these knights look skeptical, but at this point, they've been cut off from the king. They've been being given strange orders for months now. So uh, you see they just kind of murmur amongst each other, and you see one who looks to be in charge kind of signals for the others to go off with the Lord. Uh, they begin making their way. You see uh, the officer goes back in to start clearing out the castle. Uh, Lord Murthel had been yelling, so most people are already alerted. You see uh, people are clearing out. One kind of strange thing is as this is happening, there is like a full on scene. Like this dude was just like kind of running out shouting. There's no response from like the king or Maxora or anything. I huh. um I think it's really po I come out, I look kind of guilty and just say, I had to get really mean in there. Oh, Jabari cannot believe he missed that. You can't, I just got really nasty. I yes. feel like I got like a hangover from like being really mean. It looked like that guy was crying a little bit. That's, I mean, yeah, he, he was crying from every orifice. If that makes wow. sense. Wow. Wow. <laughs> every or I'm trying to upset. Damn. To not see the dragon in full form. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it is, uh, Jabari is glad you did what you did when you did because Jabari was seconds away from executing Plan One C. I I here. knew One C was Corbo lurking. Was kind of, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Corbo, I Jabari hates to say it, but it felt like we were you were losing just like a little hey, bit. The speech the speech that I was giving it felt like One C was my priority too. I don't know what was going on. I was nervous. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, but I had um, stage fright. Oh, you you will get it back. So um, here's the question is like, do we go check on if the king is here or not? Or do we just go check on all these people that we just sent? Well, it has, everyone has been shouting and there, it doesn't seem like there's been any sort of, I'm, Jabari is confused. Yeah, guys, like, um, yeah. even with your passive insight, Jabari, you would know generally the amount of people that are in the castle day to day. 
all of the people who have evacuated are all from the first floor. Are I I'm wondering are we, I want to look outside and see if there's anyone coming for the castle right now. You do not see anybody um, coming towards the castle. But right. uh, but so we're so we can assume that that there are people on the second floor hold up not necessarily that they're just waiting to kill everybody that we sent over to the sewer. That's what I'm worried about. That's just also yeah, what me your buddy too. is worried about. Okay. I mean... So, well, first thing, maybe we just got to look upstairs. Just, and if they're there, then we did something good. And if that's empty, then we have to haul ass to the sewer very quickly. Should we split up and send someone to go look for... To go check out the sewer? Or should we can... just go straight to the sewer right now? Because these people on the second floor, if they're not responding, they're clearly deep in sleep, or it's a trap meant to lure us in. Jabari believes that we are here, and okay. at least should peek together. I uh, can get behind be- a peek. Just a peek, just a moment. Uh, okay. I don't want to live. I don't want to leave all the fun to the cinder swans all. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's go. Just a peek, just a peek, and let's then peek. your body will uh, uh, a quick use gander. Your remaining key points to uh, get back to the sewer as soon as possible. True. Oh, I All forgot right. how fucked up we are. Yes, we have <laughs> not rest. I am actually at. Now that you say that, I am going to cure myself because I'm at five hit You points. guys actually can um, have taken a um, short rest, so go okay. ahead and awesome. roll your hit dice and get all that stuff. So uh, you guys should be in okay condition. Um, you've taken a short rest like while you guys were kind of celebrating. As you guys enter the castle, you hear a blood-curdling scream coming from the second floor. Um, and mm. you had seen a couple knights come in to like to go warn the second floor. All right. Well, that sounds like it's worth a That's- glance. What we'll go peek on, yeah. Let's go peek the scream. So you guys sneak up this grand staircase, and it's um, very strange. This keep is very bare bones. Like the um, jackalope keep tries to be like, we keep the old ways of outer borough. Um, It's very like bare bones, but there's not even torches lit on the walls. It's just completely dark. Um, So you guys sneak up, and as you enter the quiet hallway, you see a trail of blood down the hall as if something was yanked and pulled down the hall around a corner. Perhaps even more troubling, there are two guards in front of the king's chambers who are not reacting to it. They've got these metal helms on, they've got pikes at their side, staring forward, not speaking, standing there in the dark, streak of blood across the floor. Um, go ahead and give me perception checks. 18. The 14. 21. Nice. You get the hint of the smell of death. These, these guys at the door reek of death. So, 1C? 1C? Yeah, do the honors, Jabari. <laughs> I think okay. it's time. One I, see it up. Great. If they're not moving, I think from the darkness, I would like to sharpen the blade for three key points and then just from darkness fire uh, an arrow at them. Uh, Jabari, go <laughs> ahead and give me a, um, a stealth check 
see if you um, beat their perception. I don't think so. Uh, 16. Okay. You pop out from the shadows, arrow at the ready, bow drawn. You see these two guards in tandem. Just the sound of like a neck breaking as they turn and look directly at you. Rotted faces, um, half showing like skeleton, drop their pikes, begin rushing towards you. You see round the corner where uh, all of the blood was coming from, a six and a half foot tall um, soldier, a knight that you would have known that was sort of like the bruiser of the Kingsguard. Mm-hmm. Now an undead monster, um, but seems to have like more dexterity to him. Um, you see he's uh, outfitted in plate. He has a gold cloak on, but it's all like ratty and messed up and covered in blood. Um, you see he wields a two-handed hooked blade um, that is covered in fresh blood. Uh, you see he rounds the corner um, and begins rushing towards you guys. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, come on. Oh, no, I want to fight him. We were about to do 1C. <laughs> we were about to do 1C. About to do 1C. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, 1C. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you can hear us talk about 1C over on our Patreon, patreon.com we'll slash madpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Oh. And um, Lou, you got anything you'd like to plug? Um, not really. You can, uh, follow me on Instagram at sweet Luzinho. Uh, that's sweet L O U Z I N H O. Sweet. Check out Lou on Instagram. Uh, Jake, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, I got a live show. I'm doing a live show with a mirror, uh, not IRL, uh, on the internet. You could get, uh, tickets for it. Virtual tickets. Right. In real life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We could do a quick (laughs) edit down to Tampa. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so uh, tickets for that are at jakeandamir.com, uh, and it's on February 24th, so you can check that out. And then we'll also be in Tampa the week after that if you want to see us <laughs> yeah. in person. Yes, uh, Woo! It, is, it is a virtual show. Um, do not take right. my joke seriously, please. Thank you. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs> Stay safe. Um, I'd also like to quickly shout out the uh, the NADPOD shop, because we just restocked a bunch of stuff. Um, we got Moonstone hoodies and sweatshirts we've got glade home hoodies and sweatshirts i'm wearing my glade home hoodie i mean glade home sweatshirt right now there you go uh and we also have uh the Thornkirk hoodie and sweatshirt that just dropped so get cozy check out shop.nadpod.com get cozy i'm also since we're plugging things as i looked at my sweatshirt and lifted it up into the zoom frame i also am wearing a fox pin that i got from caitlin hackett the artist so i'm just gonna go ahead and plug caitlin hackett because i've been wearing this little fox pin that i got from her and uh a big fan uh sweet guys uh thank you all so much for listening um you can follow us on various social media platforms follow sweet lou zinho that's z-i-n-h-o on instagram um you can follow me emily and jake um i'm at ch murph on twitter emily's at axford and jake hurwitz is at jake hurwitz uh, and you can tweet about mm-hmm. the show using hashtag nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d we, we are
It's the end of the show, everybody, and you know what that means? I do, Emily. It's time to shout out our benevolent council of elders, starting with Julia W., Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., a crew of skeletons raised by Prophet Gideon. Unfortunately, they were all bards in life, so instead of fighting, they just entertained the townsfolks with a bone xylophone concert. Next up, Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jive G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, Corbo's mustache grooming team. Jordan holds the mirror, Cutter works the scissors, Jibes on razor duty, and Zolo gets the lather going. And Dylan has the most important job of all, holding up an actual horseshoe for comparison. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D. Thea's team of cigar rollers who recently entered into a partnership with Tarragon to produce a series of magical dragon smoke stogies. Now that's what I call a crossover. Danny P, Elena C, mixologist Michael McD, and Victor T, Balnor's boy. Producers and editors of Dungeon Dogs, Lake's new spin-off actual play show. It's like that painting of the dogs playing poker, but with way more rules. Andrew B, Justin I, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E, Jabari's team of tattoo artists. Their specialty is drawing humans getting devoured by demons in freaky yet mildly humorous ways. It's honestly a huge blessing that Jabari found them because business was not going well. Christopher B, Austin Bonesaw MR, Daniel R, cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, and Octolich, a group of resurrected zombie centaurs who now go by the name Sintars. That's Sin with an S. I know, it's confusing in audio, but if you could see their cool jackets, you'd totally get it. Trust me. Gage M, Sir Carl, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles. Other seasonal sprites that reside in the sacred grove. Gage and Carl are autumn sprites, Richard and Michael are summer sprites, and Kelvin Noodles is a limited edition President's Day sprite. Sergio Salazar, Solomon Secarias de Sequani, Trust the Traveler, Jory S, Dana G, Callum L, and Ryan. The Cinder Sworns Forlorn, a support group for those who have had their hearts broken by a Cinder Sworn. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese NS. The Cinder Sworn's dentists, who deal with all the usual idiosyncrasies of dentistry, but also have to dodge dangerously snapping metal jaws and occasional geysers of fire. Thanks for keeping their chompers in tip-top shape. Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G. The Cinder Flings, a group of Imperial fire-breathing part androids who pursue controlled demolition but just can't really commit to the whole idea of Cinder Sworn. Mateo C, Nebadger, Panama James, and Adrian the Halfling Bard, the Heronford Sewer Maintenance Department, which has been calling the sewer the evacuation station for like three years and is so peeved that they aren't getting any credit for it. Dan, Nikki W, Grace G, and Drew Nasty, the makers of the Teleporta Potty, who lobbied hard to get a placement in this critical shit themed teleportation episode, but in the end, they couldn't convince Murph that portipides exist in Eldermorn. <laughs> CC Lulu, Jay, Barnesinator, and Michelle O, Eldermorn's only croc cobblers. Whenever Tarragon's crocs get broken, she has to travel long and far to get them re-cobbled. 
Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, and Kevin M, the makers of Sentimental Cots. It's incredibly inconvenient for a short-term use item, but who's complaining? Not the Hexbloods or Henry. Austin C, Hogfish's Above Average Hog, New York, and Steven C. The Cinder Sworn Horn Horde, the only ska band made entirely of Cinder Sworn. You might think ska is dead, but wait till you hear their kick-ass distorted vocals. KJ, Raul N, Mike K, and Maxwell C. Sebastian's dressage trainers who have taken Gallenhoof under their tutelage. In no time, this honorable steed will bring justice to anyone who doubts that horses can't pop and lock. Karen T., Justin Raccoon, Nick W., and Michael C., owners of Crispy Horrors, a fried food truck that specializes in dragon-roasted horrors. The food is delicious, but unfortunately spreads the plague. Esme M., Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, and Big Beardo, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, the members of Guns and Dragon Roses, a metal band so metal they refuse to play any venue that hasn't recently been torched by dragon fire. Jack Mehoff, Eric M., Burley T., Axel A., Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, and Christian A. Gossipy sprites who love to spread all the hot gas to Glada. While other sprites might have more important info to offer, these little drama magnets know all the juicy rumors about the centaur dating scene. J. Dragonborn, the Sandrian, Ben A., and Feldonis. The cast of Hey There, Centaurs, a Mr. Rogers-type show catered to little centaurs. Each episode opens with them painstakingly putting on four new horseshoes. Dave H., Catherine S., David K., Christian S., Keith K., and Brittany B., Airbnbers who had booked the Cindersworn Magical War Tent for the same time as the War Council. Cadron didn't want to cancel the reservation, so they just quietly sat in the corner playing Settlers of Catan. Kyle H. the Time Walker, Emilio D., Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S., and Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian, the Squirrel Folk of Squirrel Hill, a tiny squirrel village right next to Pearl Hill. These tiny brave warriors joined the living in their battle against the undead, resulting in dozens of rabid zombie squirrels who will terrorize the area for weeks to come. Porkchop, Channel M, Argent, Alice, Minette F, Pat L. Akutha A, Cindersworn, who throw incredible BBQs. Their burnt ends are burnt to perfection. It almost makes their monotone small talk worth tolerating. Lauren H, Josh D, Janina E, Maddie Y, Alex H, the eldest Barry, and Ryan S. Dragon enthusiasts who have been secretly following Tarragon around, almost like whale watchers, waiting for her to unleash the dragon. The past hour has been incredibly rewarding. The Bone Duster. <laughs> Joshua Ace. Ruby Crisp. Idrassel. Brentley C. Toads, who are now honorary Hexbloods and are already trying to inject their influence on the Order by suggesting they abstain from water. We will not have it! Micah B, Carly Ann, Jorge, Micah B, Carly Ann, Jorge C, 
Connor Savage, and Sally S., the knights who brought feather beds and pillows to the barracks. While Corbo and Tarragon are confused at the moment, they will grow to appreciate you immensely. Christopher J.O., Cole the Goldfish Gremlin, Logan S., Saucy Apple, Leviathan, guards who all practice the art of waving their swords like lightsabers and making whooshing noises with their mouth. Haters can hate, but this has actually scared away a ton of horrors from the castle. Demi A, Biocourt 7, Kenny, Remington CD, Amber K, Mike R, and Everett P, Kavak's children, who, much like the other guards and residents of the castle, have a general dislike for the guy. K. Sose, Lindsay W., Adam C., the ASMR Azamar, Carlin C., Anthony S., and Sally S. Guards who heard Corbo's speech outside the castle and are very confused, not just about who to fight, but just confused in general. Corbo will have that effect on you. Tristan C., the goose, <laughs> Jake, Andy, Oren C., Emily S., CCA, and Matthew J., Planners and preppers who wrote option 1D, 1E, 2A, and 2B, all of which will sadly never be explored. Sorry fam, 1C it is. And that is all for our benevolent council of elders. Thank you all once again. And it is with a full heart that I say, bye sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>